Hello, and welcome once again to Refresher, the Pop Culture Therapy Podcast. I am Chris Levine, and I will be your host again this time around. So here's a fun little exercise for you. What do these things have in common? I'm going to read a few sample sentences. You let me know. Yes, waiter, I'll have the jumbo shrimp. That guy is seriously funny. Yeah, that sounds like an accurate estimate. Got it? Of course you do. Those are all oxymorons. Phrases where two opposite words make a thing. Here's a few more. Virtual reality. Same difference. Hall and Oates. You see, in a spirit of a paradox... An oxymoron is what's known as a contradiction in terms. In fact, the word oxymoron itself is an ancient Greek word which translates most closely to something like sharply dull or cleverly stupid. In other words, the actual word oxymoron's definition is in itself an oxymoron. Well, here's the one we're going to be talking about today. Passive-aggressive. The American Psychological Association defines passive-aggressive as, quote, behavior that is seemingly innocuous, accidental, or neutral, but that indirectly displays an unconscious aggressive motive, quote. Another source defines being passive-aggressive simply as Chris Levine. I know. I'm sorry. I'm working on it. Passive-aggressive is a mixed bag. It's, it's not cut and dry. I guess if I had to, to define it, it's, it's the playful puppy that when it feels threatened, stops retrieving the ball and then bites you on the face. Listen to some of the things that passive-aggressive people often do, according to the site Very Well Mind. Totally disappear on you. Guilty. Give you a backhanded compliment. Hey, I saw you did the dishes. I was surprised. I I don't really do that, but give you the silent treatment. Been there. Indirectly refuse your request. Not tell you no. That would be too confrontational. Just not do what it is that you've asked. Making excuses rather than to say what's on their mind. Bingo. Procrastinate when you've asked them to do something. That is not a problem for me. Respond to your requests with sarcasm or subtle digs. Yep. A passive-aggressive person may repeatedly claim that they're not mad. Or, I'm fine. Even though everybody in the room knows they're not. They're apparently furious and obviously not okay. In denying what they're feeling and refusing to be emotionally open, they just shut down further communication and refuse to discuss the issue. 
I believe that many, and again, I can speak for myself, actually do these things. For example, some of you experience this, and to this day, I apologize. I really, really do. If we are close and you move away, I block you out. I'm sad that you left and would rather pretend that you didn't exist than to show you that I'm sad that you left. I also have to fight hard with everything I have not to be a sarcastic monster. Part of that, though, I do think is somewhat generational. I mean, you can be sarcastic at any age, but Generation X, we are we're pretty sarcastic. To, to me, you know, I've never been the type to blame media on everything. But seriously, sarcastic remarks have become a part of the norm in entertainment, at least in our generation. Sarcasm thrives on television shows, movies, social media now, and the internet forums like it's an epidemic. In fact, entertainment shows and sitcoms that fall under comedy are generally filled with sarcasm. If you're my age and television was your childhood babysitter, well, there you go. The article continues with other reasons why people react this way. Number one is family upbringing. This is what it says. Some researchers theorize that passive aggressive behavior can stem from being raised in an environment where the direct expression of emotions was discouraged or just not allowed. Keep it to yourself. As a result, people may feel they can't express their real feelings openly and instead find ways to passively channel their anger or frustration. Something else is our own mental health status. Research has found a connection between depression and passive aggressive behaviors toward oneself. It's thought that this is due to a combination of the person's attitude, how they explain negative situations, and how they respond to distress. It's a lot of things. There's also situational circumstances. If you're in a place, for example, where displays of aggression are not socially acceptable, such as at a business or family function, you might be more inclined to respond in a covert way when someone makes you angry. And then a biggie, discomfort with confrontation. So many people I know, including myself, that fall into this category, this is, this is probably the biggest reason. Being assertive and emotionally open is not always easy. When standing up for yourself is difficult or even scary, passive aggression might seem like an easier way to deal with your emotions without having to confront the actual source of your anger. Think of it this way. If you're a small statured man, you may not feel capable of fighting a big man. Similarly, if you have low self-esteem and you feel somebody else is better than you, you feel you're going to lose the fight. But the problem is you're still a human being, so you can't just sit there. Think of it like this. If my memory serves me well, it's like the episode of Happy Days when Richie's about to fight someone and is nervous because he's not a fighter. So he asks the toughest guy in the world, the Fonz, for help. 
Defonce teaches him a move. Richie uses the move, hits the guy, then turns to Defonce and says, all right, it worked. Now what? Defonce says, well, now he's going to kill you, but at least you got one good shot in first. That's us, man. That sums it up. That is passive aggressive. We, the passive aggressive, are not fighters, but we have the inclination to at least get one good shot in somewhere. But it should be said, though, that in my experience, passive aggressive people, for the most part, would rather just be passive. We don't want to be aggressive. It instinctually happens only when we feel threatened. Now, this, too, can be controlled. It's not like, well, this is just the way I am. There's nothing I can do about it. We can work on this like a person giving up smoking or cursing. It's a mindset. And, and, and while the pull to do it is there, we can eventually get a handle on ourselves for the most part. It's interesting because people that aren't passive aggressive really often have no patience for the passive aggressive. It's like, just pick one. Sadly, though, I promise you, it's not that simple. So if we could, like I said, most of us would be very happy with just being a chill, passive person. Life just makes it hard for us to stay there. We don't know how to do it any other way. Got to learn how to do it a different way. You know, and let me ask you this. Would you be happier if we just were strictly aggressive? Would you be happy if we were like high pressure salesmen? all the time instead of bouncing back and forth would do you want us to be tenacious like the gnats that fly around your head while you try to enjoy your shrimp and rosemary crostini while picnicking beside a lake is that what you want from us of course you don't you don't want that and neither do we again this behavior can be tempered the article closes with steps that we can take to change how we relate to others. Number one, improve your self-awareness. Passive aggressive actions sometimes stem from not having a good understanding of what you're feeling. Start paying attention to what's going on with you emotionally as you react to different people in different situations. Try this too. Give yourself time to make changes. See, recognizing your own behaviors is a good first step toward change. But altering your patterns and reactions isn't going to happen overnight. So be patient with yourself as you work to reduce your passive-aggressive responses. Finally, and this might sound funny to some, but I don't think it is, we can totally practice expressing ourselves. Understanding our emotions and learning to express our feelings appropriately is a huge step toward ending passive-aggressive behaviors, or at least putting a dent in it. Conflict, it's an unavoidable part of life, but knowing how to assert your feelings effectively can result in better resolutions. So being passive-aggressive doesn't have to define anyone. It does not have to be our norm. We can choose how to act and can train ourselves how to react, at least to some degree, right? We can break free from this defining oxymoron, which is awfully good. Get it? 
at least in my unbiased opinion. Get it? I tell you, sometimes I just feel so stupidly brilliant. We have once again arrived at the time on Refresher when we present you with a Spotify playlist to shadow our overall theme. We have for you this time around a, this I love this, Refresher podcast, passive aggressive, shut up, I love you playlist. You can find it really easily on Spotify. Just type in Refresher podcast dash passive aggressive, shut up, I love you. So here's the deal with this one. I thought let's make this is going to be fun. We're going to have an unabashed, unapologetic punk rock song followed by a sunshine pop song over and over <laughs> to represent being both passive and aggressive. It's kind of funny how this playlist just does not work to such a bad extent that it, it actually kind of works. Track number one, The Descendants with I'm Not a Punk. Number two, Happiness by the Anita Care Singers. <laughs> you have to listen to this. It's great. Dude, this list is so hot. Number three, Black Flag with Rise Above. Number four, Looking Glass with their happy song, Silver and Sunshine. How wonderful our love is. Number five, Down on the Street by the Stooges. Number six, The Parade with Kinda Wasted Without You. Number seven, Because I Do by X. Number eight, The New Wave with The Shade of the Sun. Number nine, Sham 69 with Angels with Dirty Faces. And number 10, quintessential sunshine pop, the ultra fluffy, delightful, and whimsical band, The Free Design, with the song, I Found Love. That's our new playlist. Again, you can find this playlist really easily on Spotify. Just type in refresher podcast dash passive aggressive. Shut up. I love you. We'd like to welcome some new listeners to our little show. They keep coming in and we couldn't be more happy about it. Our demographic report shows that we now have listeners for the first time in San Antonio, Texas, and both in Reseda and West Hollywood, California. Welcome to Refresher. This show would simply not exist without you. If you could all do me a favor, please continue to run this podcast along. Continue to pass this podcast along to your friends. If you like it, if you think this might help somebody, if it can keep somebody company that could use a companion, whatever the case may be, let them know. If you're comfortable putting it on your social media, that's great. If you're not, that's fine. If you hate social media and don't use it, that's fine too. If you also would like, you can make a small monthly contribution. Just see the support this podcast link under the episode description. By the way, did you know that plants improve the air around you and they actually improve your mood? It's a scientific thing. I'm not making that up. Well, Leafy is the world's first ever patented self-watering plant container. 
they have so much cool stuff. You've got to check out their awesome website at www.leafy.com. I'm going to spell it for you. www.leafve.com. We also want to remind you about our friends at DesignCraft. DesignCraft is at the forefront of the millwork industry, constantly innovating to meet custom needs. You can check out samples of their unbelievable work. I'm not joking, at www.designcraft.com. It's www.dezignkraft.com. They are out of New York. And then we have the Managing Expectations podcast. It's a podcast for interesting people, by interesting people, wading into all the things that make them interesting. Music, art, books, movies, and generally the passing scene. Check out their website at Managing Expectations Podcast.com. And for all things refresher, we've got a website too. You can go to www.refresherpodcast.yolasite.com. That is www.refresherpodcast.yolasite.com. Books I've written are there. We have some cool merchandise. And just pop by to see what's going on. As always, the music that begins and ends this podcast is by the band Dive. The song is called A Day Late, and it was written by none other than Mr. John Villafuerte. But until next time, this is Chris Levine for Refresher, the pop culture therapy podcast. Everyone, please take care and do yourself a favor. And remember, there's a big difference between worry and concern. We'll see you next time.